It's time now for North Star Sports, your source for the hottest sports takes in the business. Here's your host, Owen Ely. Moving on here to the AFC South. Uh, we'll start here with the Houston Texans, who won the division last year at 10-6. and six. Uh, what, do you, what do you make of the Texans here? Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like I don't I don't like trading DeAndre Hopkins and like I don't like taking on the David Johnson contract I don't like taking on David Johnson period yeah they bring in Cobb and Cooks but the problem is okay yeah you get some you get some picks in return for um, DeAndre Hopkins yeah that's great I still don't think they got enough but that's besides the point they use those picks to trade for for Brandon Cooks they traded a first-round pick to get Brandon Cooks. Us, you, you essentially traded DeAndre Hopkins for Brandon Cooks and taking on David Johnson's contract. Which is a punishment. It, it's an absolute punishment. David Johnson isn't even that good anymore. We've seen him pretty much fall off a cliff, dude. There's so much wrong with it. They bring in Randall Cobb. I think that's just trying to appease some of the fans. Like, what's happening to our receiving core? We traded it away. So – you know, like obviously they've still got some guys out there. They have four and all that, but, but like, come on, such a catastrophic error in my opinion. And then, and then trying to essentially walk it back by making that trade for Brandon cooks, dude, he, he should, um, why can't I think of his name right now? The guy oh, running Ryan? the show. Well, yeah, d- dude should not be running the show. Is he a decent coach? Probably. He's put together a decent team, but he is not a personnel guy. That has become painfully obvious. He should not have that that power anymore. If you want, if if they want to keep him on as coach, great. But that dude should not be making personnel decisions. I didn't like the offseason at all, and uh, I think they get worse. I, I I don't know, dude. It's just I feel like they're going in the wrong direction, and that's something that should absolutely not be happening considering they have Deshaun Watson, who's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, if you're, listening to, if you're listening to Philly Sports Radio, you'll probably hear stuff like this all the time, but this is really the only case in the NFL where it's actually true. Literally grabbing the average fan and making them your GM would have turned out better for the Houston Texans than having Bill O'Brien be the GM because at least they wouldn't, at least they wouldn't, like, dude, I don't even think you could do these trades in Madden. Like, I don't even think you could do no, these moves in not, a video game. No. If 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 Arizona proposed what they got from Houston in a trade on Madden, it'd say, "Sorry, your offer sucks," and and we're kind of we're kind of uh, mad that you even proposed a trade like that. Like, that's legit what would happen, dude. They got that's such a bad move. And like, if you're Deshaun Watson, I, if it's me, I'm like, dude, get me out of here. Like, get me out of here. I don't want to play here anymore. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I would say I'm just – I'll never play another game for you. I want to leave. And the, yeah. but here's the thing. I always say quarterbacking is 75% of the game. This is why having a great young quarterback matters. Because despite all this, I still have them going 9-7. and seven. I, I still have them, spoiler alert, uh, winning the division. But here's the thing. Like, you can make all these bad moves – and they're still going to win games because you have a good quarterback. Like every move they've made has been terrible over the last few years. You have David Johnson on your team. That's garbage. Your two starting running backs are David Johnson and Duke Johnson, the two worst Johnsons in the league. Uh, your, your wide receiver core is not very good. Uh, Will Fuller can't stay healthy to save his life. So 
oh, he's a good player. Yeah, the four games a year he plays. Uh, they love wasting picks on tight ends. I have no idea what they're doing there. The Laramie Tunsil trade is a D-minus trade because you traded for a guy who needed a new contract. So either he leaves and you've wasted two picks or you pay Tunsil $40 million a year because you can't really tell him no because you've just mortgaged the future to get him. And I don't know, you, you drafted Ross Blacklock. Okay, who the fuck is that guy? Your offensive line is still really bad. You wasted a pick on Titus Howard. But despite all this, they're still going to win the division because the division's bad and you have, a, you have the best quarterback. That's, it's remarkable. But they are going in the wrong direction and they will be bad very soon. They will, Reagan, they will have to pay the piper just not this year. Yeah, I and it's such a shame, dude. Can you imagine if what if they had like a really good GM? Uh, correction. Not even a really let's say they had an average GM. Instead dude, let's, of ten and let's, six. Let's let's say they have they might, say, be, they might win thirteen games, dude. How about this, Reagan? And now they're screwed. Let's let's, <laughs> let's let's say they have the thirty first best GM in the league. They're not they're not getting worse. If they have a thirty-first best GM in the league, dude, like that, they have, they have, dude, they're they were a couple players away last year. I'm like, I know people might be, well, they were only ten and six, and well, no, Deshaun Watson's gonna take another step. They had weapons. DeAndre Hopkins, you can argue, was the best in the league right now. Like, they weren't far away. That defense is not that far away. I know it's not a super great defense, but man. 10 and 6, a few pieces, you know, maybe 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 then you're 12 and 4 and maybe you're looking at a first round buy potentially. Just dude, I I don't so, know. So man. what's your what's your record prediction for the Texans? I'm sorry if I missed that. No, I I I think it's 9 and 7. I think it's 9 and 7. Like I I don't see them getting better. The the amount of attention that was paid to DeAndre Hopkins cannot be understated. That was a dude that was legitimately at times last year triple teamed. Like it, it, nothing is going to open up. It's going to be even harder for for Deshaun Watson to complete passes now. That offensive line, like you said, at some point people are going to have to get paid, or you're going to have to let them walk. In which case, you lost draft capital anyways. I mean. I, I just – they're between a rock and a hard place right now with the position that O'Brien's put them in, and, and I think that sucks because they don't deserve that. I'd like to see the Texans be good, but I'm going to go 9-7, and seven, and they just take one step back because of the fucking errors that happened this offseason. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So they did they did re-sign Tunsil. They gave him $22 million a year. Honestly, oh, great. last thing to wrap up, wrap up here on the Texans, if I – was a Titans fan, and I hated the Texans, and, and I became the GM of Houston. I would make these moves to hurt the city of Houston. That's how bad these moves are. <laughs> All right, it's not wrong. It's no, not it's, wrong. It's just it's a fact. Uh, moving on here to the aforementioned uh, aforementioned Tennessee Titans. They went nine and seven last year. Um, any any blazing hot, fiery hot sports takes here on the Tennessee Titans? I, I actually I don't have any hot takes on them. Obviously, Henry's locked up now. Tannehill's locked up now. They've got long they've got long term deals. the de- The defense is young, but I think they have the potential to get better. I think they're a decent team. I I think, I mean, dude, you take a look at the other teams in the division. It it's not a super great division right now, especially with the the errors that Bill O'Brien has made, but. I'm going to say they end up just being an average team. I think they take a step back a little bit. Tannehill 
is bound to regress at least a little bit. He played really well last year. People have more tape on Derrick Henry now. They're going to commit to stopping the run. They're going to make Tannehill beat him. And if he does, then more credit to him. But if they don't, I see Tennessee being like an 8-8 eight and eight team and just not that exciting. Yeah, so the, the biggest question for me is Ryan Tannehill was elite for eight games last year. Can he replicate that for a full season? History would say no, but there's a reason why we play the games. So uh-huh. my, my record is very flexible. They could easily – they. The, t- the Titans very easily could run away with this division and not even think twice about it. This, not even trying to get super crazy. If, no, Tannehill, if Tannehill plays like that, they could be a 12 and 4 team just because they're in a terrible division. I, for the record, I have them going down at 9 and 7 just because I think Tannehill is probably going to regress. Hopefully he can stay healthy. I mean, that's kind of first and foremost because you don't have Mariota anymore. So you're, you're going to be reliant yeah. on Logan Woodside. Um, you know, so. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But honestly, this is kind of crazy because the Titans are low-key stacked. Like every year where I try to do mock drafts, it's really hard to figure out what the Titans need. I'm not saying they have the best at every single position up and down the roster, but like there's not really a position group where you go, oh man, they're going to be real bad this year. You go, well, they at least have some pieces like, oh, that's interesting. I don't know. The defense was good. I don't like trading away Jarrell Casey for a fucking bag of chips. Um, And the offensive line is going to regress because – um, I forget, you lost one starter and then you lost uh, Jack Conklin. So you don't have your bookend uh, tackles anymore. Um, I don't know, man. Somebody in the receiving game other than A.J. Brown is going to have to step up because if Derrick Henry has to do what he did last year, they are not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I, and I, I kind of agree with the first point that you made. Like, this is a team that, you know, they were plus 71 point differential last year. And they, surprisingly, it was the only team in the division that had a plus point differential. Everyone else was negative, including Hills, including Houston. But the thing is, like, I just don't – I don't see Ryan Tannehill being what he was last year. I definitely don't think he can do it for 16 games. And I don't know, man. I, I just think team, teams are going to be more prepared to face Tennessee now because last year Tennessee was the – they were the feel-good story, and, and nobody saw it coming. And, and now teams are going to prepare for them like they're a legitimate team. And they know what's coming. And, and like I said, if Tannehill beats them, then Tannehill beats them and more power to them. But, man, I, I see them taking a slight step back just because teams – I think they'll figure them out a little bit more. They'll be, they'll be more prepared to play them on defense. And I think they end up 8-8 eight and because eight Tannehill steps back a little bit. The Ryan Tannehill-led Tennessee Titans ended the Tom Brady Patriots. Um, moving yeah. on here to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I don't have a whole lot to say on the Colts, to be honest. They were 7-9 and nine last year. They will be 7-9 and nine this year. Uh, I'm not sold on them winning anything with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I love their run game, Perfect. though. You're going to have Marlon Mack uh, and Jonathan Taylor behind, you know, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Braden Smith, Anthony Costanzo. Uh, their run game is probably going to be top five. It's going to be really good, especially if uh, Taylor comes in as a rookie and, and performs really well. Uh, but nothing nothing outside of that really stands out to me. Their defense is just kind of nondescript. Hopefully we can see a full season out of Malik Hooker. Uh, you uh, signed Xavier Rhodes to be uh, one of your starting corners, and albeit he was a pro bowler last year, but I think everybody agrees Everybody agrees <laughs> that's the worst pro bowl selection in NFL history. In history. And it's not close. You know what's the worst part about that is he probably had a Pro Bowl bonus in his contract that the Vikings had to give out, and they're like, "What the fuck do we have to do?" Like oh, he was the, like, the oh, we owe, we owe Xavier five hundred thousand more dollars. <laughs> yeah, like holy shit, holy shit. 
Yeah, that's, imagine imagine that's being bad. one of the wolves writing that check. <laughs> oh man. Oh my there's god. Got, there's got to be a clause in the contract that just says, "Yeah, fuck no." If you are statistically a, a top ten worst cornerback in the league, I don't give a fuck what the league says about you being a Pro Bowler. My is, my favorite. It's unfor- It's unfortunate because he was like one of the best cornerbacks in the league for like a three year stretch. Yeah. But here's the thing with Xavier Rhodes, dude. That's why it was so fun watching Vikings games last year. He'd get beat off the line by no joke, eight or nine yards. There'd be Harrison Smith would be down in the box doing his thing, you know, helping run support and all that jazz. Rhodes gets roasted by eight, nine yards over the top. He sees his guys beat him, so he just starts limping. He walks to the side, comes back out the next play. Like the fake injury from Xavier Rhodes is one of my favorite things in the NFL. Like, it's so funny, dude. It's, it's the Xavier Rhodes beat, special. It, dude, it literally is. Rhodes wide open. Like, he, he literally, anytime he's beat, he'll just start limping, sit out of play, and then come out back the next play after that and be just fine. Like, that, I love that. I also like how they acted like he was on a snap count because he's so valuable and we're saving him. No, no, no. You were on a snap count because you fucking suck, and we, don't, we want yep. limited, limited snaps with you on the field because you're bad. You didn't want to completely bench him. Exactly. You know, you know what's a little unfortunate with Xavier Rhodes is I look at a guy like Xavier Rhodes, obviously an aging corner, um, but who was elite at one point. If the Vikings didn't have two Pro Bowl level safeties, I would have loved to have at least tried out the experiment. I'm not saying it would have worked out, but I would lo- I would have loved to have seen him play safety and just see I like that. is you know you're not going to get burned because you're playing you know 15 yards off the line. How would this stopped. fare? Yep. Oh, that makes sense. Um. In terms of the Colts, um, I think Philip Rivers is going to be a nice addition. I think it's better than Jacoby Brissett. Oh, shit, that's right. Good. I totally forgot about that. Yep, Rivers Rivers signed there. and I, Is he going to be the Philip Rivers of old? I, I think absolutely not. But I think he cares a little bit more now. I think he's got a better team around him. He's got a run game. Eh, receivers, he's got some decent receivers. The offensive line is pretty good. The defense is average-ish. Like, I don't mind the defense. I think I think the Colts team has a chance to really surprise some people. Considering the division, I think Tennessee takes a step back. I think Houston steps back a little bit. I I wouldn't be surprised to see the Colts win the division. I I, I genuinely wouldn't. Their point differential in terms of uh, the Texans who won the division last year was uh, five points. They were five points worse than the Texans. So it's really not that bad. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk the Colts in at nine and seven. Okay, and, all right. Uh, I th- I think they'll be a decent team. I think Rivers will play better than he did last year, and um, I'd love to see Philip Rivers play well. I really would. Get him into the playoffs, let him do some damage, and then run into the buzzsaw Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I just I think but it's still, a, I, I think it's a pipe dream. It'd be a good story. Yeah. 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 Be, um. So that's that's where I'm at with the Colts. Do we want to talk about the Jags? <laughs> uh, well, well, yeah, we got to get to them at least. We, at least we talk can about fly them. Through them here. We yeah, can yeah. fly through them here. So I, the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, they're tearing it all down, and that's like the only positive that I've seen. They're trading away everyone. They're rebuilding, and I think they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. I actually genuinely believe that. They're getting rid of everyone. The team's getting worse. They were 6-10 and 10 last year. Dude, I – this could be like a three-win team. It really could be like a three-win team, and that would probably be the best-case scenario for them. So I'm going to say 3-13 and 13 for the Jags. 
tank special on purpose. Yes, I have it down as Tank City USA. I have them going 2-14. and 14. At least they're tanking the right way. They're tanking to get a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the, the unfortunate part here is if you look at the Jaguars of 2017 and you look at Gardner Minshew, you go, man, if I could just have Gardner Minshew in 2017, we actually might – I'm, I'm going to say it. We might have won the Super Bowl just because Blake Bortles was garbage. Oh. And, like, I'm not saying Gardner Minshew is a franchise quarterback, but uh, he's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Solid game manager, yeah, and yeah. I mean that in, in a good way, not in a disrespectful way. I actually think game manager in certain situations is good. But here's the thing. Jimmy, you're, Jimmy you're, G's you're, a game manager. Yeah, Jimmy G's a fucking bum. But um, <laughs> they're in a total rebuild. And the thing that's most telling to me, trading away Ramsey and Gakwe and giving up on Fournette, you're not just giving up on like Calais Campbell, who's like 31. You're giving up on young stars that you invested or young stars, not in Fournette, but you're, you're giving up in young players that you drafted. How many rebuilds is Dave Caldwell going to get? This is his third fucking rebuild. He's been there since 2013. You don't get to rebuild a team twice, let alone three times. Like he's got Dave, the Matt Walker contract. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's got the Matt Walker contract. <laughs> So it's weird. It's weird seeing David Caldwell. He must know something we don't know because it's weird seeing him rebuild. You have to assume he's going to be here next year if he's rebuilding this badly. But how can he yep. be here next year if they go two and fourteen and this is his third rebuild? I honestly think Caldwell gets fired. I think Marone gets fired. But I like what they're doing because they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. And if they don't, they're at least going to get you know a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance, a legitimate, legitimate blue chip franchise quarterback, one way or the other. Yeah, I, th- I think they're moving in the right direction. And people forget. People forget way too easily. This was a Jags team that had the Patriots on the ropes in 2017. Like, there was a there was a real, like, 10-minute stretch there in terms of game time where it was like, oh, my God, the Jags are going to beat the Patriots and they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And if Blake Bortles wasn't hot garbage, they would have done it. That would have been like, so that, awesome. That t- I was cheering for them so hard, dude. I wanted them to win. Um, but, like – Man, it's just unfortunate that they they made so many bad decisions after that happened, and it's led to where they are now. Like you said, they're going to get another rebuild. They're going to have to start over. And if they get Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be great. It's going to be worth it. If they get Justin Fields, it's going to be great. It's going to be worth it. But man, you have to you have to kind of feel bad for that Jacksonville fan base after what happened in 2017 and, and blowing really blowing a chance to go to the Super Bowl. They they just didn't care at all, from what I've heard. Like, I listened on uh, Score North when the Vikings traded for Ngakwe. They were interviewing this uh, Jacksonville reporter. And yeah. from, from what it seems like, they just didn't give a fuck about culture, and the culture just destroyed their team. Like, they had an abundance of talent, and then just they, they kind of wasted yeah. it all. Like, to, to, like, if you were to say – not even suffocating defense. Yeah. If you were to say – now, outside of the quarterback position, because I think, you know, most people realize Bortles wasn't the answer, even when they were going on that run. Um, but, like, if you were to say – not, not even during the Patriots game, but just, like, in the middle of that playoff run, like, yeah, hey, like, less than three years from now, the, all of this is going to be gone. Literally all of this is going to be gone. All the young players that you had, like, the only person you're going to get to keep is Miles Jack. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like that's, Ridiculous. That's absolutely insane. It shouldn't happen, dude. They, they should still be a good football team. They should have been good last year. They should have been good – you know, like, man, dude, like – it just shows how much culture and front office matters. And like when those two things aren't great, it really, really hurts. 